another visitor. Stay a while. This is the final score, episode 129 for Friday, uh, August 30th, 2013. Yeah. Everybody, welcome back to the final score. This is TFS 129. My name is Scott. That's Nicole. Hello, Nicole. Hi, Scott. How are you doing? I'm fine. We're Brian free today. Oh no! Finally, Where is that he at? that bastard is not here. Um, no, he's at uh, Dragon Con 2013 there in uh, beautiful, hot downtown Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta. Yeah, where um, I should be. You should be, but uh, you had mom duty. No, I said, Brian, I can't miss the final score. You choose your priorities. <laughs> yeah, I choose mine. That's right. <laughs> Who's who are you gonna call when the, when you have to get bail? I don't know. I don't even know what I'm saying. But I'm glad I'm glad you're here and I'm I hope he's having fun. Uh and when he gets back next week he can tell us all about his Yeah, it looks like they're having fun. They're the they're streaming it, so yeah, there's you a can bunch watch of, it. Right bunch now. of little streams going on and um weird. Like this is gotta remember this is like the first Dragon Con since Vine became a thing. So I'm well, sure seeing a lot of those floating around. Uh, is it fine really a thing still or did Instagram kind of squash it? For millions of people, it is still a thing. Like if you go to the most popular Viners and you look at just their likes, people are getting 200,000 likes, 80,000 revines, uh, 1.8 million followers. Like it's a big, it's a pretty big deal. So, wow. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> actually, the Instagram video thing kind of just went, pfft, nobody really cared. I mean, people I, use it, but, you know. I did see the the little 13-year-old girl and her vines. Did you see that? Which one? Is this the girl she that goes has a gun? She goes, she's a little girl that has a, has a smartphone, and she goes and does vines. And she, she goes in, like, public places. Like, one is a subway. She goes, random shout-out for the day. She goes, ah! And everybody looks at her. And she's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it is wow. the funniest thing. Yeah, there's like, some stuff in there. There's things you can do. Every time I see something racist in... Uh, Mario and Luigi Dream Team. I'll I'll do a little vine of it because I like I like video game racism um, and ethnicity jokes. So yeah, there's uh, there's some stuff to be had there. Vine's all right. I don't think it's uh, it's, sometimes it's a little weird. They have these Vine meetups where Mm -hmm. like the biggest, most popular Viners all get together in like Central Park and make a giant big deal out of it. Some of that stuff strains on me a little bit. I'm like, what what are you guys doing? And it's you're they're so busy patting each other's butts that they've forgotten that we we actually are the ones watching yeah. you know like they they, they forget i think i well, don't know. as mark would say it's m- masturbatory it is masturbatory i hate that word but i love I the meaning i love the meaning anyway uh yeah so if you're in vine uh follow us i guess i don't know i'm in there nicole has a thing in there. i am we just, yeah. she, she doesn't mind very Mate- much you get a much of mateo that's yeah. pretty much all i do but that's entertaining there's nothing wrong with yeah. any of that so uh Let's uh, let's get right down to it yeah. and um, jump into what we've been playing. Hey, what are you playing? <laughs> well, I'll tell you. This week was like portable week for me. Yeah. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't know what the hell I was doing there, but I'm I am uh, sufficiently excited about the Vita's future, given if Sony can deliver on everything they talked about in Cologne, Germany, if they can they can actually. Put as many indies and cross-play and cross-buy stuff uh, out that they were they were sort of promising on stage. 
then I'm more more the happy that the Vita is in my hands and I actually can use it and I'm excited about what the future of that thing is. So I've been paying more attention to it lately. Last week mm-hmm. I talked about that stealth game, which I'm still playing. That thing is hard, um, but I'm still playing it, digging it. What's that, what was that name? That stealth. Game? Uh, it used to be called, on the PC, it was called Stealth Bastard, but they changed it. Oh, okay. To Where they don't like bastard? Yeah, apparently that was a, I don't know what that is. <laughs> that, that seemed weird. They remastered it some, like the graphics are improved. There's some tweaks and stuff here and there, but the name change is the biggest change, and it's such a dumb name, I don't remember it now. It's like Stealth Stealth Man. Clone. clone? Oh, wait, wait, wait. A clone yeah. to give by or some stupid name. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> we're going to find it now. Stealth Bastard. Free Rangers is saying Stealth Inc., a clone in the dark. There it is. Stealth Inc., a clone Stealth in the Inc. dark. I get that it's a joke, you know, a clone instead of a lone in the dark. I get it. But it's still, I, I remembered Stealth Bastard much simpler and easier. Uh, but for whatever it's worth, that game is still uh, really challenging, really hard, and very charming and fun, and I like it a lot. But I decided to pick up Spelunky on the Vita, uh, which has a lower uh, price if you're a Plus member. Oh, it does. Yeah, Thanks. it's normally fifteen or fourteen ninety nine. I got it for like twenty percent off. Yeah, yeah, their usual deal, whatever it is. Um, some new. Uh, I, I don't know if you saw that that free stuff coming out next month. Looks great. Uh, mm-hmm. What is it? The Rayman game and uh, on the Vita. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the other ones. I can't remember. I meant to actually have those here for the show, but I forgot. But yeah, plus is I'm, I'm here to tell everyone listening to the sound of my voice. Plus turned out to be on stage, sounded dumb back when they announced it, and has quickly become my favorite pay for game service that I've ever mm-hmm. used. Can't you get uh, Assassin's Creed Three free now? Yeah, they just released it. Yep, that's up there. Um, it's huge. And there's other stuff. Yeah, it is huge. Here's my other problem, though. So I'm very interested in that stuff on Vita, of course, and indies and stuff. I can no longer use that four gig memory card. Yeah. It's just not I had freaking upgrade, big enough. I had to upgrade mine, too. So what'd you pay for that? I think 80 bucks. Yeah, dude. Jeez. Yeah. So I did some checking, and there are in existence, although I couldn't find them. I couldn't find a reputable one. Let's put it that way. Because I don't think it's legal to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. But <laughs> you can buy these adapters. And they're essentially the same size and shape as the Sony memory stick things, the duos, whatever they're called. But you can pop into those SD cards. So it's an adapter made to look like the Sony thing with a whole different kind of memory that's actually in it. So you can spend, instead of 80 you'll spend 20 for the same capacity. Stick it in this adapter, which may initially cost you Does another 15 or something. Does it stick out? Does the adapter just kind of hang nope, out? No, it goes all the way in. All the way <laughs> Yep. It goes all it's the way to in. Stick out or go all the way in. <laughs> yeah, it jams all the way in there. I'm not making this better. I'm making it worse. The more yes. I talk, the worse it is. Right. I've been We're doing that. I've been doing before. this all day. I don't know what my deal is. You can listen to the instance today if you missed it, folks, and hear my string of unintentional obscenities. You're watching a lot of Family Guy, aren't you? I guess. Maybe. <laughs> Actually, I have been. Um, so I, I went down that path and I couldn't find much. So now you can get, okay, so you can get a 32 gig version of that card for 65 bucks on Amazon. And I think that's better than it has been. Mm-hmm. And they did promise, hey, we're going to make these cheaper. So they've said that on stage. Um, but if I'm going to get, like I want that Rayman game. There's some games that are free in September I want to get. Right. And I'm not going to be able to fit. So I got to do something. Well, you- it, I got so frustrated deleting, and then I try to download, and they're like, you don't have any room. And I'm like, oh, I got best yeah. delete Mortal Kombat, even though it took me forever to download. Yep. 
I want to put Rayman on. Yep. So, and doesn't this feel like a thing before Sony's change of heart overall? Like yeah. them forcing their stupid memory standard down everyone's throat, which costs triple what standard memory costs. And it's the same size, same form factor, roughly. It's not like they couldn't integrate it. It's that back in the day, this is what Sony did with everything. Oh, we're going to force you to use our memories, eh? And you had to use it. And I feel like this is a thing. If the Vita came out today with the way they're approaching PS4 and just games generally right now, I feel like that would have been a different deal. I feel like that would be an SD slot. And I feel like they would have given us 16 gig versions in the pack-in and we could go buy bigger ones all we want. I don't. I don't agree with you because I mean Sony has a history of doing these weird format things. I remember they had the Sony. What was it? It was like wasn't the Walkman? It was the Mini Disc, wasn't it? Yeah, Mini Disc. Right. It was they, their they stupid little disc. Yeah, I just. I agree. They, no, no, no. You're absolutely right. This is traditionally what they did. I'm saying if they could have started today. I feel like they're doing things differently right now. They are doing things different, but I don't think they're going to stray from the way that they do their formatting. For maybe, them. maybe. Yeah. I just think it's I been think it's just a huge pain. Though. They were A, hard to get, B, mm-hmm. really expensive if you could find them. When, you first, when the Vita first came out, they were like $200 for these memory sticks. What, you know, for an equivalent SD, you'd pay... You, you know what you could check? The cameras, the Sony cameras, because the, the cameras are the same way where... If they're if they're integrating SD cards into their cameras, then yeah, I could then I might agree with you then. That but. would be interesting. It's not the same division though. Keep that in mind. But they no. may they're if they're see this is part of the problem. the the same the same approaches to everything they do TVs straight through cameras straight straight through DVD players whatever that used to kind of be all right. Well, we're all gonna we're all marching to the same band, everybody. Right. And that that means you video games like I felt like that was a thing for a very long time and may yet still be. But all of this stuff recently, which has been such a weird, aggressive yet humble approach to this generation, like they kind of are like, yeah, we made mistakes. We're not going to make those again. Uh, we put the European and uh, U.S. offices in charge of the console this time. China, uh, Japan had nothing to do with it. They didn't have their big over-controlling claws all up in this cookie jar. That, that, all that stuff is so positive for Sony moving forward, I believe. And I just wish that that would have... I, I wish that would permeate to everything else they're doing the same way it used to permeate the other way. It's also interesting to see how kind of relentless they are with Xbox right now in the in like the marketing and stuff like that. Oh, it's crazy, dude. It, it, I, I just don't remember that when it was Xbox 360 and the PS3. I don't remember there being that many jabs back and forth. Oh, this there? smack I, talk stuff? No way. Yeah. Didn't exist. Yeah. They weren't doing it's almost this. almost like... But they had a year uh, apart, too, you know? Yeah. So there, and it was also a, there was no Twitter. There was no, right, right. You know, Facebook was a thing. But viral not, not really. kind of stuff. Yeah. Viral things weren't here. YouTube wasn't the thing it is now. Like there's so many reasons. There's so much more exposure to everything yeah. you do, say, think, whatever. And so launching these new consoles, probably a week or so apart in a year that is this, you know, competitive with all of these other options vying for people's entertainment dollars. It's just a weird year. Mm-hmm. I love it. Like I, I, am, do, I, I dig on it. Too. It's like one, every day. It's like I wake up and go, "What dumb thing is Microsoft going to do today? And what rude thing is Sony going to say? <laughs> and what dumb thing is uh, Nintendo going to do?" Like it's just it's fun to watch everybody fumble around, and then <laughs> yeah, weird stuff awful. comes out. Of like ah, oh, here's an Ouya, and here's a freaking weird other Android thing, and here's what Apple's trying to do, and. 
guess what? Someone patented a new controller for something. Really? Well, Steam's doing that. Like, this didn't exist in 05, 06. Mm-mm. So I love it. I say more of it. So I like it. I love it. Playing, I want some more of it. There you go. Yeah, I just, I'm I'm excited to see what the the Vita does too. Yeah, dude, remote play looks great. Uh, day and date, you know, cross buys and stuff. That's always interesting to me. Uh, freaking Rogue Legacy, don't forget. <laughs> is on When's there. that coming out? When is uh, it? I think it's. Is it 2013 or is it uh, next I think year? It's before I thought it was before the end of the year. Because I know Borderlands Two isn't slated until the new year. Yeah, that might be a problem too. I was thinking it might be too. I mean, they're oh. they're adding another eleven levels to that game. I know. How's that going to even? You're going to do it again. You're going to play it again. It, I'm totally going to play it again on my Vita. <laughs> but how much fun would that be if it controls well? Those two sticks are pretty good, so I'm not that yeah. worried about it. But if it if we don't have any control issues and it looks good, that's an addicting little thing to not want to get out of bed for. You know. I could just stay there and play all night. And just stay in my pajamas. Yeah. And then Mark's going to come in and be like, what's wrong? Nothing. Nothing. I, I'm, I'm sick. fine, honey. <laughs> Everything, yeah, get away. You don't want to catch this. Shut the door. <laughs> yeah, it's all looking real good. And the idea that you can, even if you had, you know, whatever your console game you're playing, and then be able to have him go, I want to watch the game. And then you just walk away, keep playing it, kind of Wii U okay. style, is great. It's a really great way of addressing that Wii U thing. Which, really, the Wii U thing kind of addressed airplay in a way. Like, mm-hmm. it, I, all this stuff is just great. It's a great time to be a gamer. And they're would all going to have to fight this out, you know? Would you ever consider buying a Wii U now yeah. that Sony's kind of... I well, would. I mean, Their price went down. Um, yeah. I'm Here's why. I mean, I'm they're rocking it on a 3DS right now. There's really great experiences to have there. I love my 3DS. I, I couldn't say enough about it. And for whatever reason, Nintendo seems to have all that well in hand. They're making tons of money. They're selling lots of units. Uh, we'll talk about some weird stuff they did this week, but we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> but Very they, but they, you know, like the new Animal Crossing is a giant hit. It's a huge hit and a giant mm-hmm. moneymaker. And they're going to keep doing things like that with games as they come out. Why they haven't been able to figure that out in the console space as quickly, I don't. I don't know. I. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. That's a weird. That's a weird thing, and they should be doing better. But here's the thing: where else am I going to get a AAA, ten out of ten Mario title? Well, probably mm-hmm. the Wii U. It's the only place I'm going to get it. I'll get 3DS games that are good and everything else, but their big marquee stuff is still going to end up there. So when they drop prices like they did this week, that's exciting to me because there will come a day when some awesome game I can't resist, and I'm just going to have to get it. And Are they going to do a Zelda game that's not motion control? That's what I want to know. Yes. The, okay. Their new one? Well, I'm, so, so all right. So uh, what's the HDified one they're putting out in a couple of weeks? What's that called? Uh, I always forget this. It's one of Zelda HDified. It's, uh, it's, it's Wind Waker. So Wind Waker anyway. HD, the best Zelda game ever made in my opinion. I know people would argue with me about Ocarina of Time, which is a fantastic game. And... There's, I don't, I can't argue about whether it's fantastic or not, but I can tell you that personally, I think Wind Waker is a better game. So that's coming out. I'd play that again, <laughs> um, and that doesn't use most motion control at all. And I, and I gotta think they're getting. I think they want to get away from motion control being a key in all of this. Just like I think Microsoft's doing the same thing with Connect. Notice they haven't talked about anything with Connect. Mm-hmm. Nothing mm-hmm. other than hey, wave here to change channels or whatever. Nobody cares about any of that stuff. And if they do, fine, you're getting it. But they haven't said boo about games. It's like it's in every system. So in that way, you're like, oh, that's cool. Everyone can write their games to take advantage of it. 
but I don't think anybody wants to. Mm, I feel like motion control is like what's happening to 3D. Yeah, <laughs> like they're both in the same boat yep, and everybody's just kind of tired of them. Yep, gimmicked out. It's not yeah. so much that they wouldn't be great if they worked the way they were supposed to, but they don't. Right. They just don't. They're not, I don't care how accurate you make it. It, it. Well, I do. I mean, if you made it really accurate and you can make a price competitive, then maybe you'd have something, but they don't do what they promise. So that's lame. I don't care about that. I don't want to do that. If all that works are dance games that kind of fake it while you're dancing, well, we think that shape out there kind of made the move we told them to make, so give them a point. I mean, that's how those games work, so they kind of work. But everything else, dumb. Don't don't want it. Um, anyway, what was my point with all that? Oh, Spelunky. Spelunky. So uh, that came out. Um, that game's a lot like Rogue Legacy in the sense that it's – it's a roguelike uh, where you the, the world is regenerated every time you die and you go do stuff. But it's it's different in the sense that you're not just killing things. You are carefully trying to navigate your way through these caves, uh, kind of Indiana Jones style. You're this cute little 8-bit looking dude. And he can kill stuff with his whip. He can pick up gold as he goes, which you do want to do because you want to buy upgrades later. Uh, but you can fall real bad, and you got to be careful about how far you fall. You have mm. ropes so you can climb to hard-to-reach places. Uh, you can set off bombs that'll blow out, you know, excavate big areas so you can go in there and get whatever gold or or uh, jewels or you know treasure chests or whatever were left. This is on uh, Steam as well. Steam right? as well, yeah. I actually have yeah. it on both because I'm a freak, but whatever. <laughs> um, it just seems like a perfect portable game, and I and I think I was right. It's really good on there. Um, everything's a lot smaller, so if you have bad eyes, you may want to just check out a screen or two to see if you're okay. But uh, the goal is to get through that place. Well, there's a few goals. One is get as much gold as you can. Don't die, which is really important. <laughs> don't die. So what happens if I die, though? You start over. Not over. All the way at the beginning? Well, there is no... Okay, remember now, this is a thing. You may not love this because, again, it's it it's that Rogue Legacy style of right, thing right. where the, the, the randomization of the levels is part of the fun or part mm-hmm. of the design. And you can unlock quick... So, there, so apparently, and I haven't gotten this far, but you can unlock ways to um, shortcut to stuff you've gotten to, like um, the snowy levels or the whatevers, right? I haven't got that far to do any of that, so I don't know how that Secret works. Secret passage or something Yeah, like, like a quick way to get way ahead. But but basically, it's it's you surviving brand new areas every time you get in there. And if you die, it keeps track of how you did mm-hmm. and so on. Um, but it is that thing where there is no – it's not a linear experience. Hey, everybody, it's as if – I just was saying something and still I'm saying something and you don't know the difference at home that a whole almost 24 hours has passed. Those Vitas are awesome. Wow. Spelunky, dude. Like, remember that? (laughs) That was a hell of a thing. Uh, We were, we had a problem yesterday. The power went out here at uh, Frog Pants Central. And then when the power came up, the internet wouldn't kick on for a while. I think there was an outage kind of all around and there were like, you know, this particular DS, form of DSL, which I really mm. like. It's like 30 down, 2 up or something. Oh, what? Yeah. Yeah, it's not good. Bad. But not it's uh, that all went down with it. So we were like, all right, fine. We'll postpone it a day. Nicole was nice enough to uh, to sit in her chair and not move for 24 hours. I've been waiting. Right. Finally, patiently. I call her at uh, 2 o'clock on a Saturday. So we're back. And uh, we were in the middle of talking about Spelunky. Uh, suffice it to say, and I played some more last night just to finish that thought. Uh, it's a great portable game, and it's uh, a whole lot of fun, and I think people should pick it up. If you don't like roguelikes that are really hard, 
then don't pick it up because it won't. I want to like those games, but I don't know if I have the tenacity in in my gameplay to. Yeah, it may not to be stick your thing. It. May not be your thing. Well, they're the kind of games that I pick up and I go, "Oh, I'm going to play this," and then I get frustrated and then I put it down. Yeah. And then I forget about it and I move on to Fallout New Vegas. Yeah, something. and nobody likes. I don't like being frustrated. The the trick yeah. with these games to make them work for me isn't so much that they're frustrating and that's what's good about them because that's not the tr- that's not true. What I like is that even though like in Rogue Legacy you you get frustrated and you get beat a lot you still feel like you're making a dent. It's like all right, right. I made more progress, progress. there. I'm going to go back again and make a little more progress. And you start to change the way you perceive what normal progress is. I mean normally it's sure. oh I made it from A to B, but in this case I'm making it to A to B and then I have to go do A to B again. But A to B looks different every time, so that's kind of excusable and you know it's only like break you down until you are <laughs> until I am one with it. Mess, yeah. And then they build you back up. That's about right. <laughs> like it's, it's a fair way to put it. Um and then I didn't talk about uh, so we were just getting started yesterday in the power. Yeah, um yeah. I got uh of course I'm th- playing uh, Dream Team for the three DS. I still think that game is great. And, uh, is that the one with the Mario and Luigi? Yeah, Mario and Luigi Dream Team, it's called. Racist Frenchman. Yes. Oh, my gosh, that guy. <laughs> there are others, too, that are pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, that game is great, though. And um, it's for, now that's a more linear experience for sure, right? Like, that's mm-hmm. not anything like Spelunky or, or Rogue Legacy, but it is a 40-hour game. Uh, oh, wow. And I knew that going into it, but it's a big, it's a big old RPG. Uh, the story is hilariously stupid but great in, in, in its own way um i like it i like it a lot it's a nice slow burn i'm digging it so i'm keeping playing that um somebody recommended that i download the uh the vita home arcade thing which i hadn't heard of before no, me neither what is that totally new to me i had no idea it was even up there so apparently and it may have been there for a while i don't know but it was um it's this kind of i don't know second shell of a game launcher in a weird way you download it and then from within it you can launch these these small kind of arcadey experiences, and they have demos in there and stuff. So they have Icebreaker, which is kind of breakout but with mm-hmm. ice. Uh, they have a downloadable demo of um, Wipeout 2D. So it's like Wipeout, the the hover racing game that Sony's made for years. Oh, but, not but, the uh, the television show. No, not that weird <laughs> thing. No, not with that guy from the soup. Uh, before uh, the other guys, the I, know, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> um, not that, no, like the, the the futuristic racing hover game, but yeah, it's yeah. done 2D. You know, uh, the view is sort of top down, kind of kart racing style, non 3D, very much 2D racer, and it's fun. It's a little throwaway fun game. It's about a buck forty nine or something cheap. Um, I didn't buy that, but I bought because someone had recommended it, a game called Scribble Shooter, and they have other like mainstream games in there, They're like asteroids and centipede so do you buy the game i'm confused do you buy home arcade and then you get everything in it or do you download home arcade and then it's like another layer of buying second thing that you just said so you so you get the free home arcade you know what it's like what's this like it's like like um, the atari uh app on um yes on the ipad yes that's exactly what it is and i have a feeling that these are probably playable on sony phones as well those ericsson Mm-hmm. Uh, Vita f- capable phones or whatever. I have a feeling that that's where this is also there. But it kind of threw me off at first. I actually went and bought Scribble Shooter first, and then I was like, "Well, where the hell is it?" 
<laughs> like it's not it's downloading. Inside, right? It's not. Well, I hadn't gotten even the home arcade yet. So, oh. so I just thought, well, where, what's this all about? And I, I kind of finally kind of reverse engineered it in my head and went, oh, okay, you got to get this first. And when I went in there, it just automatically showed up. There it was. Um, so now that you have that, you can buy from within it or from the store. It's a little confusing. I think you have to work on that a little bit as far mm-hmm. as what what the hell you're supposed to do with it because it's not. It's not necessarily – it's an intuitive thing on a on an iPad or an iPhone because you're used to that kind of here's my app and now here are purchases to make from within that app. Within it, yeah. But the way that a, a PSP or a 3DS work or a, or a Vita work out of the gate is it's like, well, here's your game and it is the game and you don't really buy things within those mm-hmm. games. You don't think of them in the same way. So well, You don't really yeah. think in-app purchases with, with the Vita. No, like no. They haven't really broken through that – kind of mindset those the way that apple has done with the yeah I, I just think you have to <clears throat> say more about it or you have to present it in a different way or, or or make it part of the next update where everyone has it now and they can just run it and go oh look at all this stuff in here and then it's just automatically easy to understand what they're trying to do but when it's a separate thing that you that's not mandatory on your on your home screen you don't know what to do with it because they they do have the whole app section of the vita yeah which all phone stuff in there kind of yeah but those but again those are downloaded as as separate launchable games right 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 whereas this has this extra layer and it's fine again i just don't think they they didn't do enough to push me in the right direction and if somebody went and bought scribble shooter on a recommendation from a friend like i did they should have at least said congratulations that's awesome way to go you just make sure you download the home thing because this won't run Mm -hmm. unless you have that or something they didn't even tell me so i just had to kind of Scratch my head, look it up on the internet, and go. Oh, okay. Anyway, yeah. got it. Played it. Fun. It's great. Um, supposedly, this is a developer. Okay, so it's top-down shooter, kind of arcade style, where your ship's flying and you're shooting tons of bullets, and you get upgrades, and the bullets get more or, or whatever. And you know, let's Zevios or Zevius rather. Uh, 1942. What's some other examples? Uh, Zaxxon. That kind of game. Mm-hmm. Top-down arcade game. And uh, what makes this different is. It's like you're a little scribbly ship made out of colored pencil and you're kind of squiggly visioning the whole time, like kind of animating while you move as if some mm-hmm. little kid's drawing you over and over really fast. Oh, neat. And you're flying vertically and on the side of the screen, how you know you're scrolling is the notebook holes are scrolling past. Oh, I found a, a picture of it. Oh, yeah. that's so cute. Yeah, it's really cute. It's like and a little kid, like you're navigating through somebody's scribbles. Well, and even better, it turns out the developer's kid did all the art. So that's even cooler. So, like, all these weird creatures and monsters are very, like, some kid sat down and drew this stuff, and he imported that stuff directly into the game and used them as as enemy sprites and stuff. Uh, there's really nothing, you know, innovative going on here. It's really just a top-down shooter. Um, but the, the addition of it being this kind of creative, uh, you know, straight mm-hmm. out of the imagination of some kid on a piece of paper really sends it home, and I like it a lot. It's really it's good. Kind of like what Axe Cop. I mean. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, same idea. You, you, I we watched the uh, the cartoon version of Axe Cop. Yeah, it's pretty good. Night. It's pretty good. It's really funny, but it, I think it makes it even funnier knowing that it came from a kid. Yeah, it, <laughs> like, I think there's something it, about that. The, right? sh- the show I think works less if you didn't know that the comic that it's made from, the web comic which started it all, wasn't literally a 27 year old at least at the time, a comic book illustrator and a seven year old brother. Mm-hmm. And when you know that. It just adds so much to it. It's less than just this weird thing. Yeah. And it's it gives now, a little magic. Yeah, there's it. magic to it because there's some kid with just this fresh imagination. He has no no boundaries. He just kind of lets it all hang out. It 
this has that quality to it. Yeah. The, I could see myself enjoying a little bit more knowing yeah. that a little kid drew this stuff. Yeah, and it's not hard. <laughs> like, it's not in any particular way very difficult. Um, but Cute. but in a way, that's good because I don't want it to be. I just want to see these neat these neat uh, montages of art and all that stuff. So anyway, it's really cool. Scribble Shooter, Vita, Home Arcade. It's cool. I recommend it. And how that Home Arcade thing is tied into Home, because it's the same Home logo as mm-hmm. like the PlayStation 3 Home thing, which is a whole other weird place. To do things, yeah, but I it's don't different. Know. It's different than the store, and the home is like this whole like yeah, mall that really, you go. Really ahead. weird. It's weird. <laughs> it's not that those ideas are bad on their own. It's just Sony never made it all connect in, in mm-hmm. a meaningful way. It's like someone at Sony said, "Hey, Sim, uh, our Second Life is really popular. We should try to do something like that." Yeah, that was about then, right? About that heyday of that whole Second mm-hmm. Life thing. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Before, before the flying penises came. <laughs> You yeah. remember that? Oh, boy. I do. I remember flying it's, penises. It's good stuff. Um, <laughs> anyway, I, I liked it. It was worth a buck forty nine, and uh, something I would go back to. Um, then finally, someone donated to me, and I didn't write their name down. Maybe I had it yesterday, and I don't have it in front of me. But uh, donated a copy of uh, Gone Home on Steam, which you played through and beat. Did you not? I think no. You did. I haven't played through it all the way. Okay. Um, that's right, I, but you were playing it. Or you started I, yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I was intrigued by it, and you liked it. Child of the <laughs> eight, uh, '90s kind of uh, yep. thing going on there. Um, the vibe. I think I'm going to live stream my playthrough of that, just because um, I want to be able to kind of talk to the chat room and and hang out while I play a game. I think this. You got to be careful. Apparently, if you go, I mean, if you're going to do the whole thing, I don't. Think you're gonna unless you sit there for four hours. <laughs> well, I'd have to. I'd do it in sessions, yeah. but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it, it definitely anybody watching it will spoil the game from them. So oh, yeah, I feel yeah. like I haven't even gotten to a place where I, I know what's even going on. Yeah. But I've heard that you can easily spoil a game for someone that doesn't want to get it spoiled for them. Yeah, I'm sure. I this will <clears> definitely be hey only if you want to come in here kind of thing. <laughs> I've learned it's weird. We live in a day where there are there are a sizable portion of people who would rather watch another person play a video game online than play it themselves and I I still think that's weird. We talked about it at Nerdtacular. I think it was I think Brian Brushwood brought it up. I think it was him in one of the panels. I'm doing it right now. I'm yeah. doing it with a game. Yeah. I'm watching a game online versus playing it. Yeah, right. I'll talk. I'll, I'll be talking about yeah, it I next. Wanna, I would, I'd love to know. <laughs> but that's. But it's more and more common that people will do this. Like they want to see somebody, you know, go all the way through Last of Us, and and would rather watch that than play it, um, or both. But but one way or the other, the the whole watching somebody as a spectator play a video game has taken on all kinds of new meaning now. Back in the day, if you sat on the couch and your friend played and you watched, it kind of sucked. You were like, well, I want to play. Mm-hmm. You take turns. Yeah, but then again, I remember uh, in the '90s playing. Would have been '97 or eight, playing the original um, Resident Evil with my friend Andrew, and I thought we were going to be swapping back and forth because that was a single player experience. But I thought we'd be swapping back and forth, and instead, what we did is he just played it, and I watched it. And we came out on the other end just as satisfied, I think. I mean, mm-hmm. I still felt like it was a mutual experience. So I think some of that's happening um, with online stuff like this. I mean, it's one thing to watch like a match of Hearthstone or, or you know, a competitive StarCraft match. I'm not talking about that. I mean, people who are firing up rich, long, story-based experiences and then having, you know, thousands of people watch them play it is, is odd. It's an odd time. It's- 
it's an interesting, and now I think it's going to be even more popular with the integration, because really you had to have a pretty complex setup to stream your games from a console. Yeah. Now it's going to be super simple oh, because it's all good. It's going to be integrated into the system. That's a totally good point. I hadn't thought about that. You're going to be able to stream without doing much. You just go for it. Exactly. Like right now, if I want to stream a console game, I have to, I have a capture card on my machine, but I have to rig up a bunch of HDMI crap and mm-hmm. have it all piped. It's to a pain a in the butt. It's yeah. A huge it's pain only, in the butt. And there's lag and, I think, and, you know. Yeah. Well, and I think the PC, it's been easier because you, you can put different programs on it and sure. set up your camera. And, but, you know, I was, I did with Ladies Elite, I was streaming and I was like, oh, this is actually easier than I thought it was. So I'm, I'm eager to see because I, I agree. I think there's more and more of that because I'm even doing it more mm-hmm. with the, the game yesterday. Yep. So. Oh, it's yeah, a game, game that I've been. That's right. Tell me about this game. Yesterday, so, sounds an adventure game or something. It's it's a a point and click adventure. Oh yeah. So and it's a puzzle, but um. Pick and up I've been, pick up this pipe. What do I do with it? I don't know. It's gonna fit something later. It's that kind of game. Let's combine these two mm-hmm. things that just so randomly being you know laying around here. Yeah. Um. And it's it's a story. It's a scary scary story. It's supposed to be you know a lot of suspense, and um there's somebody going around killing homeless people and you're trying wow. to figure out why. And there's like all these, you know, three different characters and you're trying. So I started to play this and then I read, it's only like two hours of gameplay. And I'm like, Oh, just, you know, I think I'm just, I've been wanting to play it, but I just haven't found the time. And I just thought, well, I'll play a little bit, get the feel for it. And then I realized I'm not a big fan of point click combined games. Yeah. So I, I wanted to see the story because the story does look compelling. Yeah. And I think when you get more and more of these games having this kind of compelling story, like Last of Us, like um, what was the, the first one that really kind of kicked it off? Oh, I, oh I can't remember. Rain, Heavy Rain. Oh, Heavy Rain, right, right. When you get those types of games, there are some people, they just don't necessarily want to mess with the gameplay. They want to just, they're more interested in the story. That's where I think those those types of streaming services really shine and those the games that really probably are pretty popular. Yeah, somebody will get in there and go, I'm really good at adventure games, so I'm going to tear through the point and click bit or I've already mm-hmm. beat this and know everything. So exactly. you, you as the viewer, you're not having to deal with much mechanically. Yeah. You're just getting to watch the story. I can't find the pipe. Well, what is that? Yeah. Where do I, you know, I've, I get a little annoyed because I'm like, okay, I have an hour to play. Yeah. You know, Mateo's sleeping. If I'm lucky and he doesn't wake up, I have an hour to play. And then I'm spending an hour dinking around with a pipe and where to put the pipe. And, you know, now I got a wire and do I combine that with uh, whatever. So I, I thought I'll just watch it on, on YouTube and, and get a feel for it. And I'm, I'm actually enjoying watching the story that way. So right. it's a two hour and it's two hours. It's a little, pri- you know, if you are interested in this game, wait till it's on sale. It hardly ever goes on sta- sale, though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> where's the pipe? That's the name of this episode is Where's the Pipe? <laughs> where's the Pipe? Where's the Pipe? <laughs> so I, I, it, it's a game that's been out for a while. And like I said, the story was kind of uh, dark yeah. and spooky. And I, I'm a fan of those types of, of stories. So I thought I fired up. Okay. So, so you've been playing yeah. that. Good luck with the pipe on that. Yeah, thanks. You've been enjoying. <laughs> I'm still uh, not sure where to put it, but still enjoying Hearthstone. I take it. Oh, uh, I can't stop playing this yeah, game. Yeah, that game is good. I, I mean, I know you guys are talking about it on the instance a lot, but I 
uh, wow, I just, I was playing Dark Anders last night. Way to um, kick his ass, by the way. Well, he just started, didn't he? Didn't he no, just he's his- had it for as long. In fact, he has, he's had it for slightly longer than you have. Oh, that doesn't seem right. I know that's what I'm saying. Because he's usually <laughs> Mr. You know, kill everybody and min max everything and he's yeah, epic at he everything. Was, but he was playing a druid and I to his defense, I think they nerfed the druid pretty big. Because yeah. when I go in there into those arenas, which by the way, I don't like it that I have to pay for that crap. Well, it's um okay, here's my prediction about arenas. I think that they have a couple of problems with it. One, paying to stay in or to start another three-rounder or whatever before you die mm-hmm. three times, is an interesting way to to force a certain kind of um, high, high level of play in there. So you're only going to yeah. have people really willing to to put their money where their mouth is. I mean, it's borderline gambling in my opinion. Yeah, um, it, is, and it right? feels a little dirty. Yeah, there's something about that. Um, I think by the time this thing launches, that's going to change. I think that's the big thing they're testing right now. I think this game is. Character-wise, I think it's pretty balanced. I think the cards are really balanced. I think most of it's really polished and pretty much ready to go. There's only a few things missing that they could put in last second. I think one of them might be the way that arenas are handled. I don't know what that means. I, probably still I need a money. laugh. Yeah. I need a laugh because there are times where I'm just like, I don't, I want to, I want to curse at the person I'm playing, but I know that's not sportsmanship. Right. So I, you know, I need a laugh or something like, cause I don't want to say good game or yeah. like, whatever. Gotta have just something. You gotta have just more emotes. Me. More emotes. Yeah I, yeah. I need some more emotes. Well, the, the thing with the, I mean, you're, if it's your friend, you're chatting with them, but you don't have XP. Yeah. And if it's a stranger, you have no chatting, but you have these, you know, emotes that, that you can do I'm that so are real generalized. You know, I'm glad that you can't because people are a-holes. I don't want to, I don't want to get, I, if I lose or some guy just creams me or I beat him, I can't. I don't want to wade through text that's calling me a cheater or yelling at me for whatever or calling me a, a you know, tell, you deciding that cards, I'm gay right? or whatever. Yeah, because yeah. because people can buy their way to it. I think it's really smart that they made that less interactive with strangers, exactly, and more so with your friends. With your friends, yeah. you want the smack talk. You want to be able to do that stuff. Um, Hakito played a card that I, I just. I hate him for this card. What's the card. He has a Ragnaros card. Oh yeah, that, that's a good one. That damn Ragnaros card. You cannot kill it, and it deals ten points every single time he ends his play. Yeah, it's huge. And then he can buff it up. And I'm that's just, a legendary. That thing. Oh, you, I know. Like, you, you must have bought fifty dollars <laughs> worth of cards. He goes, I didn't. I only bought um the fifteen dollar set. And yeah. I'm like, you're he got then lucky. you're lucky. Yeah. I got a card. I bought a deck yesterday it was just a hundred gold in the games. I'd earned it. Uh-huh. And um got some quests done or whatever. And I went and got a deck. Very first card I opened up was a new uh was a new legendary, which are oh. just crazy. You're not supposed to get those you that to easy. Get a leg. Yeah. I so now I've got two of those. I have one that's um it's Karen Bloodhoof. When you get him, he looks like a normal, powerful card. He's great and everything, but when you kill him, his son Bane replaces him with oh. like equivalent stats. It's kind of awesome. Nice. It's like a second win kind of oh, thing. Oh, that is awesome. And they can't tell that's coming because there's no indication on the card that that's his right. power. So that's awesome. Uh, and then I got a, I don't remember the new one. Oh, the new one's, I got an Alex Straza card, a big dragon card that if you have it and play it, it will reduce your opponent's uh, health to 15 no matter what it is. So if they're at 28, and you're down to 14, and you need a quick way to get that guy. The very first thing that happens without ever playing the card is it poops his, his health down to 15. Like there's so some are you a hunter? Dastardly are you? cards. Yeah, I love the hunter. I'm, I hate the hunters right now because they are 
I cannot beat them. I'm for having so- a great time with them. Oh, I hate, you know what I, hate I think it is? It's their secret cards, all their traps and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I use that stuff to really piss off my opponent. And knocking me down to like one attack point or one health. Yep. Yeah. I, I played against some random person. It was like he had five of those cards on, and he just kept killing <laughs> my guys. And I was like, you and you And those cost nothing. Those are zero point cards. Yeah, right, right. So if oh. I want to knock, I mean, it has to be that turn. So you have to be kind of strategic yeah. with them. But um, yeah, you can do some. Like if you play it, you're so proud. It's like I put out an eight and eight and he's super powerful. Oh, great. The hunter has knocked its health down to one and it got killed by a murloc with only one oh. attack. Like that's how bad it can be. So when is this opening up? Do you know? Uh, is it? Is there going to be more betas coming out? Are, are so we... new beta keys this next week. Um, they're they're going to keep that going. They have yet to launch the beta in Europe, and they're planning to, which makes me think they have some more time than I had originally thought. I thought this thing was going to be ready by mid September. I now I'm now predicting early October. That's when I think we get the finished game all done. Everyone's stuff stuff gets wiped. We all start over. We keep our money. You know, if you spent money, yeah. you keep your money. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, but you you will, uh, you know, I think it'll be launched right around the time the iPad version is approved on the App Store. And I think that stuff will all happen right around the same time. And if I had to, again, predict, I'd say some sometime in October is my guess. The the mechanism to encourage you to spend money is brilliant because I, I spent money. I spent Everyone's 15 Everyone's going to spend money. Part of it is it's not so much <laughs> really? that I... It's not so much that I feel forced or I can't play without it because you because you can you can do great without it. I mean, I just got a legendary yesterday without spending a dime. They need to make the game free for it's, everyone. Well, <laughs> yeah, you know, well, it will be. But the the point is that I'm spending money because I'm really feeling it. Like mm-hmm. there, for me, freemium games I will spend throw money at when I hit a certain point and go, yeah quality's here this is really badass i'm getting a 50 dollars experience right now so i'm going to pay that and that's rare doesn't happen very often and when it does i'm happy to throw money at it yeah me too i'm so, the same way and i will and i and i have <laughs> and i probably will continue to although i don't know i feel like the i feel like 14 packs was a good or 40 packs rather was a good solid i may not have to do that again kind of experience yeah um so I don't know. I, I'm not ready to do that just yet. Maybe maybe when the game actually launches and I'm playing against more friends and yeah. getting a little bit more competitive. Hakito really brought it out of me. Yeah. Oh no, dude, he can. That guy can piss you off. But here's the thing: I don't feel like. Um, I mean, the way I justified it, I says, "Well, I guess I'm not getting Saints Row Four. Guess I'm skipping that." Yeah. Because yeah. I'm gonna spend fifty over here. But then again, I'm. I don't know. I don't know I hear, where I'm at with Saints Row 4. I hear it's amazing, but Stephanie's telling me she's she's having a blast with that game. Yeah, I hear it's great. She, she made a female president because you play a president, and yeah, because you use in three you were this gang it's leader. Ridiculous. You were this gang leader, gained, gained all this notoriety, and then four you're literally the president of the United States, and that story continues. And that game is ridiculous, and I loved three, but I played three so recently that I feel like I might I might be okay taking a. Break, mm-hmm. you know, I don't need. It does to seem a little in. fast, right? Well, it's a couple of years. I mean, was I want to. I want to say, um, yeah, that was a 2011, 2011 release. I want to say, wasn't it? Saints Row the third release. Maybe it was the tail end of two thousand eleven. Yeah, it was November fifteenth, twenty eleven. So that's it's been a while, but I didn't play it until, gosh, late last year. Yeah, because I picked something. it up on a Steam sale, I think. Yeah. So I'm just 
barely getting used, you know, ready. And then, you know, GTA 5 looks really neat. Um, I need that to be on PC. I hate that it's on current-gen consoles only with no next-gen plans, at least not right now. That mm. bugs me. And that comes out, what, in two weeks or something? Soon, yeah. Oh, the trailers look amazing. Oh, I don't want to buy any more current-gen console games. It just irritates me. I don't, <laughs> I don't know why that bothers me so much. If this was on PC, it would be a no-brainer. Because the, the consoles come out in two less than two months. I know. I'm not doing it. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for whatever. I'll be all right. I'll be Mark okay. asked me, he said, so I know we're supposed to, we were probably going to get these for, you know, Christmas presents for each other. <laughs> so we're going to have Christmas in November. Yep. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. <laughs> Thanksgiving. <laughs> Celebrate Thanksgiving in style. Mine will be here on the, here on the uh, 15th or something. Nice. Uh, all right. Well, that's what we've been playing, folks. So... Put some of that in your pipe and smoke it, I suppose. Let's uh, get to some news. I need food. So Nintendo is releasing the Nintendo 2DS. What's that, do you say? I actually think it's a good idea. A lot of people really hate it. Uh, I'm kind of on the... What? Yeah, there is a there is a there is a WTF factor going on, right? (laughs) Yes, because it looks like a practical joke. Kind of. Now, when so. I saw you guys talking about it on Twitter, and I thought, oh, it's a 2DS XL maybe, and then there's like a clamshell. It's just maybe they just took the 3D out. Oh, I would totally buy that. Yeah. But it's not. No. It is not that at all. It's not that. This is, let me tell you why I think this is going to be a huge success for them and why the naysayers need to chill out. Um, the naysayers are all 27 to 42. Wondering what the hell Nintendo's what who is the why blah, 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 right that's who can, who's complaining online who's not complaining eight and nine year olds who will beg their parents for this it's way cheaper hundred and four hundred and thirty bucks still not cheap enough this is ninety nine bucks I think they would just run away with the whole holiday season it would be amazing at that price trolls look awkward um, I hear they're better because you're up closer to that screen it's less awkward but who mm-hmm. knows I mean until I get my hands on one it's hard to say. There is no hinge, and some people are like, hinge? How do you not have a hinge? How do you protect that thing? Go ask any GameStop employee what the number one parents walking in the store, something broken, my kids' 3DS complaints are. Just ask them, and they'll <laughs> all tell you the hinge is broken, every yeah. one of them. So kids, kids and hinges don't get along. Uh, number two, 3D, who cares? Kids don't care. No. This is for eight- and nine-year-olds who cannot wait for their next dedicated game handheld thing. And they will die to get one of these. This is going to cut into, uh, this is going to cut, not cut into, but this is, this will, this will challenge, you know, uh, iPod sales, iPod mm. touch sales, things like mm-hmm. that. Um, because this is, you know, this is Nintendo with Nintendo quality titles. If this thing was 99 and they could go out and spend 30 on a game, this would be a no brainer for everybody. I think that the only mistake with this thing is it's just a little bit more money than it should be. This gives them room to drop that in a year. Mm-hmm. So I get, I, I get that, and I don't know how that goes and stuff, but it's this thicker, plastic, Beefier. durable thing that's weird as hell looking. I give it to you. It's weird. Um, they also Oh, this is the other rumor going around, why there is no 3D or, or one of the reasons that this thing's cheaper and they can do this. There's not two screens this time. It's one big screen in there, and they the plastic covers up. This is a theory. I don't think this has been proved yet. But the plastic is just covering up all the parts of the of this big weird oblong screen that's in there, and you're just seeing the two parts you want to see. 
Oh, the one at the bottom has exposed touch. The one at the top could have that as well, but it isn't because it'll have a co- you know a, a plastic cover on it. Right. But essentially, they're saving money by having a single screen die in this thing, not two. So that makes sense for cost savings. Um, but I just think all this him and hawing is over nothing. This is a this is a. I mean, Nintendo. Say what you want about Nintendo. People are like, ah, oh, it's such a misstep. Just like the Wii U. I'm like, hold back up. The Wii U is probably a bit of a misstep, and they're having real trouble right now with the Wii U. And they have really, since the latter half of the Wii period, just the first Wii, uh, things started looking ugly there. And they haven't really recovered from that. And the Wii U is a pretty big gimmick, and people aren't focused on it, and they're more concerned about Sony and Microsoft right now. So there's a lot of problems going on there. And yes, Microsoft's Mm got to get their crap figured out. But they're killing it in the portable market. 3DS, huge success. They're doing just fine. They've got games selling in the millions. They're doing just fine. There's no nobody's worried about Nintendo's handheld business. So I wouldn't call this a misstep. Adding a new device to the family is not unlike doing, you know, if you remember the the game the Game Boy Advance, all right, big fat, mm-hmm. wide football shaped thing, and then pretty quick after that, you got the Game Boy Advance SP, which had introduced kind of a clamshell snap together thing, um, and they iterated on that a couple of times. Before that, the Game Boy, the Game Boy Color, the Game Boy Color mm-hmm. th- super thin one, whatever it was. Then there was a Micro, the Game Boy Micro. Like people, people forget that these guys do this. This is what they do. So what, why everyone's so shocked? I mean, the DS had less versions. They had the DS, and they had the, the Slim, and then they had the DSi, and then the DSi XL. I, again, it's just they've proven over time that they are willing to iterate on the on their handhelds, and it's and they've done just fine. It's not. It hasn't been a problem. Why this is a problem for anybody, I can't figure out. Why people are so sure well, it's going to fail? I think because it just seems so close to the. I guess for the the 3ds XL, because mm. I, I, I I just bought the 3ds XL and I thought, oh maybe they're. I'm not pleased with the 3D. Maybe they'll take that out and it's just 2D. But that's kind of where my mind went. And then when I looked at it, I go, well, that's not what I was expecting at all. No. And you, so, and you know, this is not meant to compete with that. That's the thing no. that people are forgetting is they, uh, this is for the 3DS XL is for me and you. That's exactly. who that is for. That's who they're targeting. Who are they targeting for this? Not us. Kids. They're targeting kids. Only their market share. And that's great. Like that's, that's going to be, Oh, let's see. Uh, 3ds. I'm trying to find the release date for this uh, for the XL. I do think I it was funny it. that it was this was uh, the t- the 2ds was predicted years ago as an April Fool's joke. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they took an old green one, old black and white yeah. green, one and made oh. it. it. Looks just like it. It's so funny. No looking. hinges or anything. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's just flat. <laughs> um. You know, who knows? Maybe they got the idea from it, but yeah, maybe <laughs> might have. But uh. But I don't. I just again. I don't. The people complaining are not the ones that are supposed to buy it. They're not. They all act like they're being told to buy this. I'm like, no, wait, no, uh, no. Wait, wait, Scott. Mateo is really upset. He yeah. told me. Yeah, he's pissed. <laughs> he's very upset about this. Imagine, like, even with my kids, if I walked oh up to God. Nick and said, "Hey, you're 13, but how about this 2D XL?" Or 2D one. What's the difference? Well, they took the 2D out, and uh, that's pretty much it. It doesn't fold now, but it plays all the same games. What? All the same games? Yeah. Ah, cool. He's excited. They're all excited. This isn't for snarky internet people. (laughs) That's not who this is for. So I'm I'm optimistic about its chances. We'll see how it goes. It is weird, though. It is weird. A little. Saints Row 4 sold really well, four and a half million and counting on all, all platforms. That's good. That's good news. Nice. Yeah. If you like your Saints Row, then. Uh, it was 
weird though when it released. Was it last week? Uh, Tuesday ago. Yeah. 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 It just seemed like it was. Eh, it's out. I think Nothing. a lot of a lot of people are really pumped for it, but they mm-hmm. don't. This isn't the kind of thing you see advertised all over. Yeah, not at all. Stuff, yeah. But I remember the third. I remember some really cool commercials, yeah. and I didn't see any of that well, with this one. It's interesting because this is not all, that it didn't exist. I just they didn't put them out there as much as the, the third. I think a lot of people forgot this is after THQ went away, and THQ was the publisher for this. That's right. That's right. And I don't know if that same marketing uh, budget machine. Is there. Yeah, who knows? Mm-hmm. Probably not, is my guess. So I think it, the fact that it's selling well speaks pretty strongly about mm-hmm. fan base and how devoted they are to the series. That's pretty good. Yeah, uh, and I'm hearing great stuff about it. So. Yeah, I want to play it. I want to play it. Uh, Xbox Live Marketplace rebranded as Xbox Game Store. It's about freaking time. <laughs> Live Marketplace. That's like calling the internet the superhighway. I hate, I always hated super, it. Yeah, the Xbox super Live Marketplace. You know, it's like a marketplace where you can go spend money on items like a market. Like Shut fruit up. and bananas. Store already sucks, but if you're going to pick between the two, just do store. Just call well, it Xbox like Store. Game, bo- game Store. Game Store. Buy video games here. Here's the Xbox Store. Like, I, who cares? It's just trying to fancy it up and give it... I hate it. Like but, the, but don't you think, though, putting games limits the... I mean, I know that's their primary thing, but if they start getting into, like, the movies and the apps and... Well, they're going to separate. Are, they're still separating they're all separating that. They're separating all oh, that yeah, stuff? Yeah. Oh, Which okay, is good okay. for us as gamers, right? Like, we yeah. don't want to... I don't want to go to a place and go, okay, where where are the games in this mess of everything else? I want to go straight to games. So I think so it's actually I, a good move that way. Oh. Don't you go into the Sony PlayStation store and know, okay, there's games, and I go into games, and then there's movies. I can go into movies. Oh, yeah. They make it easy. They make it easy. They make it easy there. Yeah, they do. That's the one place where Sony did well, I think, with their interface. Certainly, the new store is better at that. But the the live marketplace thing was always just a jumble F of, like, Mm -hmm. everything you didn't want, and you you didn't know where to go. And too many, like, is that thing right there a banner ad? Or is that a thing I'm supposed to click on to go get the thing I want? Like, you don't – I hate – Hate yeah. where they went with that. I don't know how much better the one will be, but hopefully better than that. Because if, if there was a if there was a wrinkle in the otherwise very successful generation for Microsoft, it was losing their way on user interface as things got mm-hmm. long as things got older. They just it's like where where are you what are you guys doing here? Connect is the answer no. to your problems. No, it's the answer to no <laughs> just one's say, problems. Just Girl. say the game you want and it will magically appear. I don't have a problem that the Connect addresses in my life. <laughs> Not one. Uh, let's see. What else? And they're getting rid of Space Point, so that's good. So all that Yay. stuff's good. Uh, Nintendo dropped the price. Speaking of the Wii U, dropped the price to $299. Used to be $239, $240, basically. I'm a little more tempted now, but... Here's the deal. I need, I need, here's what'll really get me over the edge. Like, I'll go get one tomorrow if tomorrow they release a dedicated, and they are, and there's one coming. I don't know if it's this year or next, but a dedicated Mario built from the ground up game or a dedicated Zelda game, you know, something from the Nintendo stable of quality things. If that happens, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of in, and, and, and I, and I'm at a point in my life where, you know, top notch, best of show stuff from Nintendo first party stuff is worth it to me to spend $300 to get those experiences. I don't have a problem with that. To me, it is about just the games. This isn't about brand loyalty or, or any of those stupid tribalism things. This is purely, Hey, is that game really awesome? Is it getting perfect tens from everybody? 
Is it the best thing Nintendo's made in a long time? It is. Well, then that's worth three hundred dollars for me to get. Right. So we'll, well see. That's what got me to buy a a three DS. Yeah. XL. See. See the game. The game. That's right. It's all about the game. Um, and for those at home who don't like 3D on their 3DS, just turn it off. Just turn it off. You don't have to go out and buy a 2DS just because you don't like 3D. You still don't have to have it on. Well, I would because it still bother, it still messes with my head. It gives me headaches sometimes if I play it. And I don't have it on. That's the thing. That's the weird thing. I don't have it on. There's like some residual oh, stuff going on. That's interesting. I wonder yeah, if you're... Um, we talked about this. We did, yeah. we did, but it didn't occur to me that maybe there's like a... I don't know, like something in that screen that's still flickering or still. Yeah. I didn't know that, dude. That's not good. So, and the only way I've gotten around it is watching TV while I'm playing. And that forces me to kind of, I look up. Oh, that sucks. That sucks. So I can't just play. I feel bad about that. That's not true on your Vita though. You can just keep playing. No, Vita. There's no 3D on that thing. No, but I, I'm weird. Yeah, it'd be eh, it'd be interesting works. to see what the differences in the screens are. Like once it's out, can we just compare them straight up and see what's what? Uh, all right, that's it for news. We have uh, uh, oh, we did this yesterday. The contest. Yeah. I guess we can launch it officially because I'd kind of well, forgotten we did this. It's already launched. Right, so. it's out there in the in the wild. How do people get to it? It's a, it's a copy of Don't Starve, donated to us by Koakai. I want to say is the name. Uh, don't starve for Steam, fantastic game, and we're going to give it to a lucky tab pooler slash listener. Uh, remind me where they go, what they do. Okay, so there's two games. Um, so we have Don't Starve and Antichamber. Cranky Old Gamer sent us that a while back, and so the the method that we're picking is a system called Rafflecopter. So you can go to the Facebook page, uh, facebook.com. Final score show. Yeah. yeah final score uh, show. Yep. And there's a link to the raffle where you can enter in a bunch of different ways. You can follow us on Twitter. Twitter, If you've already followed us or liked us, you get free entries. You can enter up to six times with this contest. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And even one that you can enter every single day until it's done, which is next week. So it's running for a week. So by the time we record next week, we'll have two winners for the games. And they're both Steam keys, so you need to have Steam in order to to win these. And anybody can enter. Um, You can also find the link on our Twitter um, account, TFS Show. Uh, And I'll even throw it up in a blog post if you go to the website. Um, final score show. Nice. Nice. Yep. That's All right. So get your easy, hands on easy and fair. free copy of don't starve or anti-chamber. And again, thanks to cranky old gamer and Koakai for donating those games. More of those coming in the future. Cool. Quick email from Brett says, hello, Scott, Nicole, and Brian. By the way, Brian, uh, I think he's staying up too late. I think he's uh, partying too hard. And, uh, <laughs> he's working. Yeah. He's, he's working. He's working it. Uh, first off, I want to say I have been listening to your show for over a year now. It's one of my most anticipated podcasts each week. Please keep up the good work. I'm writing in with a question and a request. First off, Scott, I remember a while ago that you stated uh, started playing through Nino Cooney. I just started playing Nino Cooney this week, and as an old school RPG fan, this game brings back so many memories, and I thoroughly enjoying. I am thoroughly enjoying it so far. I was just curious how far you got through the game, and I never because I never heard you mention it again. It was I was also wondering how far you got through Persona Four Golden. Also, did either of you, uh, either of these, give you more appreciation for Japanese RPGs? That, uh, as I believe you stated, you did not really like those kind of games. You were not really into those. Um, let me answer those questions real quick, and then I'll finish with what he said at the end. Uh, Nino Kuni and 
Persona 4 Golden are both, they both suffer from the problem that I have with these kinds of games. And that problem is I can only get, I seem to only be able to get so far and then everything seems very repetitive and very Mm -hmm. grindy. And because they're so repetitive and grindy and they're placed on top of an already weird ass anime storyline that isn't my preferred kind of storytelling, I can burn out pretty quick. So that's what happened with both of these. And they're both huge games, 80, 100 hour games, right? If I'm going to go that long, you got to give me, you got to give me more. And games that are that long that I do play are the games like, you know, uh, Skyrim. Like the westernized RPGs, they tend to keep me around longer than this old uh, JRPG thing. That being said, I think that's why I love the Mario and Luigi series so much and this new one, Dream Team, so much because they it is basically a Japanese RPG, the same turn-based style stuff, the same ways of uh, picking skills and replenishing abilities and things like that. All that stuff is in there, but it's told with such a big fat grin on its face. It's a story I can understand. The localization's really good in those games. They're funny. I feel like the 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 new things you're doing all the time are very uh, are varied and totally not the same thing over and over. So that's you'll you'll see me probably finish that game and not those other two for those mm. reasons that I that I stated. It's, it's How far did you get into them? Nino Cooney, I probably played fifteen hours before I kind of burned out, and uh, Persona Four Gold, Golden, I probably got twelve to thirteen or something hours in it. It's so interesting how we. Uh, lose like lose interest in our games. It's not like I decide I'm done with this game. It just kind of th- other things come up, right? And well, you just, just kind of peters out, and you're like, well, yeah. I could be playing Rogue Legacy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's how I do it. And lately, yeah. it's it's Hearthstone that that's the thing mm-hmm. that I end up going to over something else. So you know, even the other day, I'm like, I really need to get into uh, a, a raid. I need to get into a looking for uh, looking for raid game or what am I trying to say in World of Warcraft so I can get some right. gear because when this patch comes out on the 10th I want to be prepped to start doing flex rating with friends and all this stuff and I'm not geared for it so I'm going to go do that and then I thought oh this is I hate this like this is mm-hmm. not great I've done this a billion times I kind of don't want to see this content again and then see if I'm lucky enough to get any gear today how about I go and like whip out three games of this awesome wow based card game so it's that kind mm-hmm. of thing that pulls me away have have you ever finished a game that you're that you really it, you weren't really passionate about it, but it was so easy to play, or it was just kind of like I don't know a TV show that you kind of just finished. I've done that with a few games where I'm like, why am I playing this game? And now I'm done with it. How did that happen? Well, give me a, give me a name. Give me a game that you can think of. Like for um, me, they're all the all the Call of Duty games are kind of like that for me. Now they're right. short, so it's not a very good comparison. But even though they're like five hours long. I feel like it's like a popcorn movie, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's there are certain games out there that, while not the best quality or you know, credible credibility or you know, Whatever. a great meta score or sure. meta credit. It's like score. dessert. It's like dessert. Yeah. It's like I'm full, yeah. but I, I'm just gonna. I'll just finish this, even though I'm full. I, I can get through it. But the, the big dead, long dead ones, to rights for me was kind of like that. Oh, dead, dead to, to rights. rights retribution. I remember that. Was, it was oh, but the you graphics beat it, were horrible. I totally played the entire thing through. That's funny. The dog. It was the dog that compelled me in that game. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. Dead to rights. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Dead to rights. I'm thinking of something else. What was the? How old is this game? Was it mm, old? Uh, 2010 maybe. Okay. 
I don't know why I'm not remembering it very well. Yeah, but Dead I, to Rights I have Retribution. Some, some memory of you beating something and not loving that you played it, but still beat it. It's just weird that I, because honestly, I, I was like, why did I finish this game? And it was, I think it was because of, I felt connected to the dog and I, that was the only part of the game that I really enjoyed. Yeah. It's like I could, <laughs> there've been times with, especially Japanese RPGs where I'm like, I could do this for the next four hours Yeah, or I could watch a bunch of season six Mythbusters episodes in a row, you know, yeah. like that. Civ so, so five is the same way where you kind of, you don't have that time to give, but all of a sudden you're like, how did I just lose five hours of my oh, life? That game, dude. <laughs> that, that game's the biggest time suck I've ever, still it's to amazing. this day. Amazing. I think it's one of the, one of the biggest ones I've ever done. Where I just felt like this is never, I'm never, I'm never going home again. Like, I'm just going like, to play this all night. I could, I could see if I was in college, it would be the game that I would use to procrastinate writing a paper and then like completely plug out of school. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that game. <laughs> that game. I did that with Quake 2. Um, not Quake 2, but Quake 1 also. Yeah. That's what I meant. Uh, the sky finishes the email. Brett finishes by saying, second, I would like to request you guys pick up uh, Turok Dinosaur Hunter, either for your old school pick of the week or as a trivia question from Casey. I can only remember playing the first and second of the series, but I have very fond memories of it. I was hoping to hear you guys uh, give your perspective on this N64 classic. Uh, thanks, Brett. So I, uh, I remember buying Turok for my N64, taking it to a friend's house, and I purchased the Rumble Pack add-on for the N64 uh, and also some kind of a chip accelerator thing. And I don't remember what it was called, but that, but this game supported it. So you could like, like 25% more resolution or something. <laughs> I remember it was a huge deal for me. And, uh, so yeah, I have a lot of, I have a lot of memories for Turok. I don't know if I'd call it a classic, but it's, uh, it's a game we I played. I don't remember this game at all. Speaking of classics, we have on the line, uh, Eric Van Skyhawk. Hello, Eric. Hello, guys. How do you feel beating Nicole so horribly every time you play Hearthstone? How do you feel about that? <laughs> she beat me a couple times. Yeah, a couple until you went and bought your stupid Ragnaros. I didn't. Buy, I told you I spent twenty bucks. Remind That's me it. what the Wait, tell, was, what? twenty bucks is still buying something. <laughs> yeah, but I had that card before. Oh, oh, you had it, it just, before you spent the money. No, no, you no, got, no. I got it when I spent twenty dollars. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so. I'm, so the Cole's right. You but I'm just money. saying I had the card when she beat me. It's just I never drew it. Oh, okay. So I never oh. made it to your hand. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So, it, how many points, do, how, many, how much mana does it cost you to lay that down? Eight. Eight or nine, Eight. right? Yeah. Most yeah. of those, most of those. Although I have a six. Uh, for, now there's some legendaries that are four. Yeah, so, they yeah. get lower, but, but most the of them The thing about high. that thing, it doesn't, you can't control it. Yeah, that was lucky. That's true, right? That one is all about chaos. Like you got lucky that round. That could have hurt you. No, no, no. This one does eight dam- ran- damage to uh, random uh, enemy minions or enemy. hero. Oh, okay. Yeah, and see, I had no so, minions, so he kept killing me. <laughs> so it kept hitting her. Her yeah, hero. Had yeah. no randomness. Well, that's good times. Um, I have. Well, I was just calling because uh, I you guys talking about finishing video games. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I just finished StarCraft Two like a couple days ago. Oh, nice! The original one? No, the Heart of the Swarm. Oh, Heart of the Swarm! You beat the first one. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, how long ago that game came out? And I just got in the mood to finish it. And that's great, dude. I need to get into that mood. Oh, I love that game. Did you? Ha- yeah. Oh, dude. My, it's, my sh- it's one of my shame games. Here, here's the bit. Here's the bit you have to remember about um, Heart of the Swarm, which is some people complained about this from the single player perspective, but I thought it was a really smart move. That game is so much less about how to play StarCraft. 
in that expansion than the first game was. Because all your all your like dudes have these special abilities that are not even found in the multiplayer. Yeah, ever. But it, but and the first game had some of that too. But but this game really never had much base building. It never really had. There were a few missions, but for the most part, it's you and rolling around I, with I, Kerrigan. It was great. Yeah, that's what I like about it. There's not too much time building up your stuff. Yeah, they they made that a really easy to get into single player experience without without you don't you don't have to love RTSs to be able to mechanically enjoy what was going on there. And then um, once you get hooked on those cinematics, you just I wanted to keep going to see what happened because I don't because I didn't know I didn't you know I didn't read any spoilers or anything, so I had no idea how that thing was going to the outcome. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's really good. Really, really good. Uh, by the way, I'm looking at legendary cards on uh, Hearthpone. I have a number, so I have to spend nine mana to get him, but Alex Straza sets the hero's remaining health to 15. I actually got to play that yesterday, and it was devastating to the guy I was playing. Uh, just well, I've seen bid. people actually play that card on themselves. Oh, why? To, to What does that do? So, like, they say they're down to three health. Oh, it'll, bump, it'll buff them up. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you could do it on yourself. That's even cooler. All right. I like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's many. That's the thing about that game is it's, I don't know how much it is about luck and how much is skill. Cause like, and I find that I'm not as frustrated as if I would be in say PVP battlegrounds and, and Warcraft. Oh yeah. Not even close, like, not even close to the same. The frustration level I have in yeah. that is, like I, I can't even play. <laughs> yeah, I can't play close to bedtime because I'm like, no, because I go in as a healer and you always die so much. But with with the with the cards, it's like the cards are the cards, and they're, they're I played the same person twice, and the first time they beat me, but the second time I got the good cards and I was able to lay them down strategically and I beat them, I crushed them. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's I don't all, it's, feel it's all about the draw too, because mm-hmm. like I played Dark Anders, and he like had this setup where he had two buffing his cards with three three attack twice plus one that gives plus two just like played them all three and just killed my hero. I was like, what the just it just came down. Go, How lucky was that to get those yeah. cards? Yeah. And sometimes it just comes to the right combination. You know, and uh, yeah, I've had people who who've gotten their hero or like a card up to like thirty attack in like one fell swoop and i'm like what oh my the? gosh that was the video you were showing me scott the priest yeah the 30 the 36 hit uh, kill that was insane it was wombo combo they called it yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, it, just, it was, came out of nowhere and suddenly that guy just it, one hit him it's crazy yeah it's but it's all luck of the draw and yeah. i have to say i have beat dills once no oh, you're one of the few uh i need yes. a friend dills no, Dills will work and will make mush out of your brain. He's so good. He really is good. So the fact that you beat him is a challenge. bit of a shock. I'm a little shocked to even hear that. Um, because <laughs> he is shocked? really he's is really Ragnaros. This is Ragnaros card. Yeah. He's, <laughs> yeah, Eric will be fine. He has Ragnaros. Um man, there's I'm just looking at all these there are a lot of legendaries and there's some really good ones in here. Oh man. Okay. Well the thing is is I, I'm a little frustrated because it's like I'm putting all this work into your deck and getting the cards, and it's just like to know that you're gonna have to do it all over again. Oh, when the yeah, when everything comes out for real, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, beta tests and but the thing, yeah, but the thing is, is like, well, I think I think I'll do it again. It's it's you know, it is fun. So it'd be cool if they let people who spent fifty or more dollars, <laughs> if they let us keep, that? yeah, 
me and Ibit and a couple others, and just let us keep what we have. That'd be really cool. But they that's won't. not going to happen. No, no way it's going to happen. They'll give us my fifty bucks back. I'll spend it. I won't get one legendary on that poll, probably. I'll get them all finally. I uh, do. Yeah, I really don't like starting over. I really don't. But this game, I'll do it for it. This game, yeah. this game's good. Have enough. you have you played Arena? Yeah, I yeah. died second round in. So I said that's it. I'm I'm not spending my gold in well, here. Well, they give again. you that free pass. They give you one free try to go in there and build your deck. Yeah. And then I, I beat one person, and then I lost three times in a row. Yeah. The thing about that is you get a free deck out of it, no matter if you win or lose. True. That's true, but you, I mean, yeah, I mean, you get the so the hundred gold you could spend on that. Isn't that a hundred gold to get in? One hundred fifty. One hundred fifty. All right, so it's a little bit more. So yeah, it's but how much is one? How much is one deck? Hundred gold of cards. Hundred gold. gold. Yeah. No, but if you're paying real money, you can't. How much you is- can't buy one deck. You can only buy two decks for two ninety nine. So for the one, the one deck, the only purchase price for a single deck is gold. Is hundred gold? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So so in that case, other than the fifty extra gold on top of your entry fee, that's kind of aces. You can kind of you know go one way or the other. But I did see a guy finish. Uh, it, there are only nine available rounds. So if you win nine times, that's it. A big golden key pops up. You open a big virtual chest, and then out pops a bunch of loot. And that could be arcane dust. It could be gold. It can be cards, a pack of cards. Like it's just a big bucket of stuff. Um, but that's it. That's all you can win. And there's, there, I'm sure at launch there'll be achievements and stuff for you know winning that or whatever. But right now there's not. Um, yeah, I don't know the arena. I mean, I, I don't know where I'm at with the arena yet. I'm not sure how. I think I feel like the meat of the game is still just straight up. Well, what people. I like about the arena is is it's the random cards. You know, mm-hmm. you're playing with somebody. Kind of levels it. Yeah, it kind of levels the playing field a little bit. Have you ever played a game yet where you lost every card in your all thirty of your deck? Have you done that yet? Not you, lost. Uh, but yeah, played. yeah, yeah. Where you you've you've like gone through all your cards and you you lose one health per turn. I have not done that. Oh yeah, it's it's it's, it's come to a point where where we both. Out of we were both out of cards, and like he was probably one health above me, and I died because each round we just lost one. So it when was, I when I know I was getting close to that, we the guy had put down some healer dude that didn't have any damage, but only had life, and it didn't seem like worth killing it. But it was giving health to, at the end of every turn. Everybody got plus three health. Me, Even him, you. and all our minions. Yeah. Oh, so you played that engineer card, right? Yeah, and that's what the mm, random yep, thing that's what it was. So that went over and over and over, and we went round after round, and by the time we finally, yeah. one of us finally died, I was like, oh my gosh, that thing just about made it so we ran out of cards. But even then, I still didn't see it. So I think that's probably rare, what you went through there. Um, yeah, I, I came pretty close with Dark Anders. Mm-hmm. He had, I think, one card left last night. Wow. And I was down to like two. How do you know this? I forget. Where does it indicate? That over you- on the side panel. You just hover you just over. Have, you just hover yeah. over your deck. Oh, and it tells you what you got. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I have to say, Scott, I also thought it was a, a ring. <laughs> See? See? It isn't just me. I think, little- I think it's just maybe the art artist in <laughs> us because we're not reading texts. We're just looking at the artwork because it right. has a hole in The coin has a hole in it. You're right. Straight to the visual. You're totally right. And to me, I still call it the ring. Even though I know now it's not a ring. It's a damn coin. But I still see a ring when I see it. And uh, <laughs> I can't help it. I hate that thing, by the way, when I don't well, get that's it. Just, that's just it. like me because I, in, uh, in, uh, when I was taking a class at Utah State University, one of uh, the assignments, you had to design your own album cover. Yeah. And I spelled my name wrong on it. <laughs> you did? <Aww. laughs> yeah, because I was looking at just the art. 
direction. Oh, that's why we're we're terrible it. editors. Yeah, like I'll <laughs> I make a comic and misspell twenty words, and people have to tell me I did before I know. I can't You're help just it. looking at the artwork. Yeah, so it's a different brain brain function, I think. But <laughs> well, anyway, uh, hope to see you on the Hearthstone battlefield soon. Yes. Thanks, guys. Um, yeah, lots of fun. Uh, stay out of trouble, and I can't find a way to hang up on you. There you you're are. going down, Hakito. Yeah, you're going down. Ooh. Take that, you <laughs> you bastard. Okay. Old school today. That's we got a quick cool. one here. Let's rip through this. Where is it? Can't find it because I messed up. There uh-huh. we go. Right there. Oh. We're kicking it old school. It's time to kick it old school. That's an old video game that we like. Maybe not. I don't know. Most of the time I do. We talk about it. Uh, this one for today is Paperboy. Now, we somebody had suggested we may have done Paperboy in the past, but I don't I, care. Uh, it was one of the early, early episodes. Must have been way back. Cause, um, I think it was when I wasn't even on the show. Oh, wow. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. All right. I remember listening to this one. Then the statute limitations are up. We can do it again. <laughs> Paperboy. The reason I was thinking about it is somebody made a Paperboy for the Oculus Rift. Really? But it's all from the perspective of you as the paper boy hucking papers uh, down the street while you're trying to avoid all these obstacles, and apparently it's crazy. Uh, and it got me thinking about how hard this game was and how it would just eat my quarters uh, way back in the day. It was a 1984 arcade game made by Atari Games. I was just a kid, and I freaking loved it. The players take a role or on the role of a paper boy who delivers newspapers along a suburban street on his bicycle. This game was innovative for its theme and novel controls. There was a lot going on for 84. I'll give it that. Uh, the player controls a paperboy on the motorcycle, delivers papers onto the street. Uh, you see it all from this like three-quarter view. Player attempts to deliver a weekly or a week of daily newspapers to subscribing customers, attempts to vandalize non-subscribers' homes, uh, which I always thought was a little bit weird, and avoid hazards, including my favorite, a break dancer in the middle of the street. <laughs> I love going around that guy. Uh, here's a video of Brian not playing it. This is somebody else, but you get the idea of how this thing goes. I'm going to skip ahead with their sound here. All right. There's the guy. Right. Why is there no sound? There's the lawnmower guy. He's the worst. Freaking worst. Is the sound not working? Can you not hear it? I can't hear anything. Oh, weird. It's coming through only one of my ears, though. Okay. That might be as long as the, the listeners can hear yeah, it. Yeah, I think they can hear it. So there it is. When you started going, doot, 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 and you were doing a different tune, I, just, I should have known. Doot, 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 doot. Wow. Doot, doot. I don't, I, I, I'm pretty sure I played this game. I can't remember, to be honest with you. Yeah, 84. It's old. It's real old. And they had a bunch of console versions and stuff, but... The big one was it was on there, the NAS? Right? Did you say it was yes, on the NAS? I believe okay, so. so I might have played it. Uh, it was some crappy version of it, I'm sure, that wasn't quite like the arcade. I'm sure that was on the NAS at some point. Mm-hmm. But I used to always hate how they couldn't somehow, somehow they just had the worst time trying to match arcade to home. Like that was so hard back then. I don't know why that was so hard. Uh, yeah, it's easy now, but the port. <laughs> what the hell, man? Anyway, you can uh, get that game nowhere on sale now. So good luck to you. And uh, watch for it on Oculus Rift coming up soon. That's it. That's a awesome. show. That's a little bit weird because we're ending it. We were, but today we didn't really start it. It's weird. Right, right. But I think people at home will understand. To them, it'll feel pretty seamless. Thank you all for listening. Thank you at home. Thank you in the chat room. Uh, don't forget their, uh, the, the contest, which, again, you can find at Facebook.com slash Final Score Show. And uh, mm-hmm. that'll give you a chance to win a couple of free video games. 
Nicole, what's going yes. on? You got anything cool happening? Absolutely nothing. I am so uncool right now. Mm. You know, home for the weekend. Home for the weekend. Yeah. All our, all our friends are in Atlanta right now. Playing some video games, yep. watching Dragon Con through streaming. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, catch those streams if you can. And also um, uh, wish them all safe travel home and they all leave and Definitely. hope they had a great time. Including we Brian. miss you, Brian. Yeah, even Brian. We miss him even, even, even now, even still. I can almost hear him in my head yelling things like, Smack Talk! And other things like, uh, My Scrote. My Scrote is my favorite. My Scrote. <laughs> All right, Brian, be careful. We'll see you soon. Uh, Nicole, it's always good to, to hang yeah, out. So thanks for doing awesome, this today. Uh, thank you. Chat room, thank you guys so much. You can email us at podcast at finalscoreshow.com. If you'd like to leave us your thoughts, feedback, and whatnot, we'll uh, happily take it there. On the website, we're at finalscoreshow.com. Big thanks to Paul Swickard for keeping all the blog notes up and everything. He's the man. Uh, we're on Twitter. You can find us at TFS Show for the show. That's TFS Show on Twitter. Make sure you follow that, as well as me at Scott Johnson, Nicole at Nicole Spag, and Brian at Mission Deep. At Facebook, we're at slash Final Score Show. On the Steam Community page, you'll find us at steamcommunity.com slash groups slash Final Score Show. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Nicole, and for Brian. See you next time. Bye, Nicole. Bye.